Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj. Hope you're all doing well on this Tuesday. Sorry, Wednesday, <laughs> December 22nd, uh, 2021. Hope you're all uh, having a good day, staying on track, staying up in there. Getting closer to, you know, a nice weekend coming up, hopefully. So, everybody, uh, hopefully you're all staying warm, chilling out getting it done you know and then some so today's episode is going to get into a little bit of last night's games that took place to cap off week 15 and then i'm going to transition and talk about week 16 coming up and uh get into all of that and what to look out for as the nfl season is starting to uh get to that point where a lot of crucial crucial matchups are on the horizon and some teams definitely are looking to uh, get that 10th win um, and possibly improve themselves headed into the stretch before the playoffs start. So that will be uh, very interesting. And all of a sudden, the NFC West that seemed like it was out of reach uh, may, may come down to a couple of games down the stretch as well. So a whole lot to uh, dive into. So let's start with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles winning 27-17 over the Washington football team. Now Washington obviously um, depleted, no doubt. Um, Obviously missing quite a few players, assistant coaches, um, you know, but, um, you know, they were able to still get out there and uh, they played an interesting game. At the start, I mean, they had a 10 nothing lead, um, you know, got a turnover and, you know, got a touchdown uh, off of that. But then after that, it was all the Philadelphia Eagles as they racked up, I think, over 500 yards plus of offense. And a majority of those uh, yardage came in the running game for the Eagles, which continues to be something that they've been relying on. Uh, throughout the season and when they do that fairly well they seem to win and when they don't they are kind of right in the middle you know so the Eagles kind of uh, were able to stay with it I mean more they had more first downs more time possession I mean Garrett Gilbert was the quarterback for Washington because you know Taylor Heineken not being able to clear the test and you know Washington just really just could not do anything offensively as well as they hoped to in this game. You know, they had some moments where they scored and put up some points. I think the closest the game got was 20-17. to 17. Um, But after that, I mean, Philadelphia just was able to put forth another drive. And, you know, that was kind of the way the game went. You know, it was more of, you know, you had Washington go up 10 nothing. And then you had the Eagles come and score like 20 straight points. Um, and, you know, after that, I mean, you just saw the Eagles just really kind of wear down that Washington defensive line as the game went along. I mean, there was, wasn't a whole lot for Washington to do. Um, Jalen Hurts had obviously two rushing touchdowns in this game. Um, and, you know, you didn't get that kind of performance. The, the Washington running game was definitely something that they didn't stick with stick with enough, and it wasn't really working as well. Um, you know, so 
it was a game which the Eagles were supposed to win, and they did get the victory. Um, we saw Dallas Goddard have another big game. You know, that was nice to see overall. Um, you know, you saw some better performance from Rager and Smith as well. Uh, but this was all the Eagles running game, you know, that really took over this game in the second quarter and onwards. And the Eagles now are at 7-7. Seven and seven. And they are right there behind Minnesota right now and the, and the Saints, I believe. Or we have the Saints. So the Eagles all of a sudden are, you know, they have a chance. And, you know, the whole thing now is, you know, can they carry it forward? You know, they have obviously won two straight games, I believe, now. So they give themselves a chance where... You know, due to their tiebreaker over the Saints, uh, they really just have to contend with the Minnesota Vikings coming up. Um, and obviously, look at the Vikings get the Eagles schedule. I mean, it's going to be interesting, very interesting, no doubt. I mean, the Eagles could sneak into the postseason uh, with a loss here and there. So who knows? Uh, Nick Sirianni definitely has found some success lately, um, although. And again, every any given week something can happen strange, but it seems as though the Eagles' path uh, to a playoff spot is going to come through. I think the remaining games, I believe, will be against the NFC East. So, you know, it's going to be one to really watch out for as we go along. Now for the other game that took place last night, uh, that was between the Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams. And the Seahawks and Rams always have had interesting games. Some have been close, some have been you know one one-sided. This game yesterday was early on, you know, very close. I mean, you saw both defenses make some plays and adjustments, and early on there weren't a whole lot of points. You know, you had. You know, field goals by both teams. Uh, Stafford did throw an interception. Um, but as this game wore on, I mean, you saw the Rams kind of pick up themselves a little bit on offense. I mean, they did trail 10-3 to in this game, but Cooper Cup um, was able to score a touchdown, which made it 10-10. And I think Cooper Cup also um, broke a record for the most single-season receptions in Rams history. So... Cooper Cup was uh, really, really solid when we needed to be that way. Um, you know, this game it was very really interesting. It, it did feature one of those calls in which, you know, Seattle had a chance um, to. They're down seven, they had a chance to convert a fourth down and play. And, you know, they could call pass interference on this play, but they did not. And obviously, afterwards, the penalty was called on, I think, CJ Dallas is the running back or wide receiver, I believe. Uh, but, you know, Russell Wilson, the Seattle offense, really just did, did not have a whole lot of success, you know, after the first first half, you know, or so, you know, against against this Rams defense. Aaron Donald got a sack. The defense was really good in the back end. They didn't hold, allow a whole lot of big plays, you know. The protection did break down quite a few times, you know. But look at Seattle. They were, they were 3 of 11 on third down. And they had too many penalties. Too many penalties for Seattle. I think almost eight, nine penalties in the game. You saw Stafford kind of play better in the second half. Uh, Michelle for the Rams had a nice running game. You know, and 
you know, Russell Wilson, just any kind of momentum Seattle tried to create in this game, Seattle wasn't able to execute, you know. They, I think they went for on a couple of fourth down plays, uh, tried to be aggressive, get points, and it didn't work out. And same thing with the Rams as well. But the Rams were able to kind of carve out, um, you know, that touchdown. So Cooper Cup had obviously had two touchdowns in this game, over 100 yards plus receiving. Metcalf, Lockett, not so much in this game. Um, Seattle's defense played better than I thought they would play. The offense just wasn't able to have a whole lot of success against the Rams. And all of a sudden now, the Rams are tied with the Cardinals at 10-4 and in the NFC West. And it seems as though the division, um, most likely whoever wins the division will get a home playoff game. Uh, way it's looking right now. So, I mean, we know the Cardinals have kind of fallen off a little bit. You know, and, see, uh, and the Rams have kind of picked it up offensively a little bit. They've been winning some games now in the stretch. So... It's really interesting uh, going on the stretch. I mean, as it stands right now, three NFC West teams are going to make the postseason. And uh, 49ers obviously are one of those teams which, you know, they have a golden opportunity to continue to make their push for that. Um, but man, out of all these teams, you know, we feel like Seattle might have been the team that. Obviously, preseason-wise, might have been one of those favorites along with the Rams, and things just haven't transpired for Seattle as the way they thought. They've lost a lot of interesting games. Yeah, Russell Wilson was out for a bunch of them, but when you look at Seattle and Pete Carroll, and you just kind of wonder now if are they going to bring back the same group next year? You know, or will there be changes across the board? You know, because there were a lot of plays to be made there, a lot of things that could have been better. Um, and you just wonder now what will happen with. Russell Wilson as he goes on this season because Seattle, you know, they have started to play a little better uh, last few weeks or so, and now you look at it and you know you just wonder uh, what are they going to look like? Um, you know, will they be able to kind of bounce back and retool, or are they going to, you know, blow it up? It's going to be a very interesting uh, offseason for Seattle. As for the Rams, they are picking up the momentum at the right time. You know, you're seeing some good things from this offense and this defense. Uh, the whole question now is, can the Rams keep it going? I think they play on the road. Uh, I think uh, next, uh, you know, it's coming Sunday, I believe. So uh, there's a whole lot on the line for, you know, for the Rams coming up. And if they can find a way to win the division. Possibly they'll get a chance to maybe host a playoff game, you know, so, or, you know, might be still locked into that fifth seed, but nonetheless, it'll be one of those things in which um, we will learn a lot about um, what the Rams are going to be as a team and can they continue to contend in the NFC, uh, you know, we know they are one of the favorites to make it to the NFC, um, you know, playoffs and they may make a run at it, but it's all about matchups at this point for the Rams and you know how do they stack up against the Buccaneers, um, you know the Packers. Um, they look at Dallas, you know. So that's something to watch out for as this uh, season winds down to the end. So in this next segment, I want to get into uh, week 16 and do my spotlight on you know T 
teams, coaches, and quarterbacks that need to step it up um, uh, coming up this week. And I've been doing this throughout the season, and obviously I've managing quite a few teams, quite a few coaches. Some might be familiar, some might be redundant. Uh, but it is that time of the year where you know a lot of these uh, teams, quarterbacks, coaches really uh, have a chance to make a statement or possibly you know give give them some chance to either return for another season or to kind of boost their overall case for being a long-term you know solution at their franchises. You know, there's always so much to kind of dive into as you know certain things are you know discussed and talked about throughout the year. A lot of these teams and coaches, you know, obviously throughout the season have to make a lot of decisions, um, and it comes down to how well do they manage those situations and what do they do with it. So I'm gonna list my three teams that I believe need to step it up um, in Week 16 of the NFL. 2021 season. Um, I'm going to start with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens have been in a tough spot, um, you know, since Lamar Jackson obviously, um, you know, got injured a few weeks ago. Look at the Ravens; they've lost, I think, almost. Uh, they've lost three games in a row, I believe. Um, you know, you look at it. You know, obviously the Cleveland loss was tough, and then uh, uh, sorry, the Pittsburgh loss was tough, and then you know they've had a tough time being able to win without Lamar Jackson. It's not easy, obviously, and you wish he was obviously able to play and be healthy, but injuries are part of the game, and you know how do you adjust and how do you coach your team despite those injuries is what really is telling. And you know, John Harbaugh obviously has tried to do his best by putting Tyler Huntley in there, and. The Ravens offense has picked it up and they've been able to compete very well, but they just haven't been able to close the deal on some of these games. Um, you know, so they, you know, they are hoping to have Lamar Jackson back, I think, this week against Cincinnati on the road. Um, look, the Ravens are one of those teams that I thought would be really at the top, playing extremely well. Obviously, injuries have changed a whole lot of that because, you know, with that, their defense has been a little more, you know, susceptible to the pass. Um, you know, you haven't seen um, them be able to overcome that a whole lot at times. And then sometimes you obviously seen some games that come down to the wire and the decision making has been very, uh, you know, aggressive, but it hasn't worked out at times. So Baltimore has to deal with a lot with injuries at the running back spot, you know, with Lamar Jackson now. So they uh, have dealt with a lot, but they're at a point now in their season where they really have to win, a, you know, a key game or two, and their schedule coming up is a pretty tough one, in my mind. So, look at this this game. I mean, they need a complete game this week. You know, they have the Steelers on the schedule uh, left, and you know they will also, you know, have to I think play the Rams. So, look at this game against Cincinnati. They got last time they defensed Cincinnati. They got you know defeated, 41 to 17. Um, Cincinnati has been one of the early, biggest surprises of the NFL season. Cincinnati obviously is a better team right now in terms of how they've been playing. Then again, with the Bengals, it seems like they always win a couple and they drop a couple. So, your Baltimore season is kind of slipping away a little bit. You know, the wildcard spot is getting tighter. 
you know the Colts could jump you, Denver could probably jump you, the Raiders could possibly jump you. You know, so you're Baltimore. You gotta play a, a big time game this week. You gotta play like the way you played early in the season when you made a statement against the Chargers. Um, you need that confidence from your defense. You need this offense to finish and execute and get it done. Uh, because the last few games or so, they just have not been able to do as well in terms of getting it done in the fourth quarter. And so I think that is going to be key for the Baltimore Ravens this week, is being able to play a complete game. You know, you're in Cincinnati against Joe Burrow, second second time meeting, you know, uh, them this season. You want to be able uh, to, you know, to have a game in which you can at least get a win. Because, you know, with 10 wins or so, uh, will give you a chance to possibly get in, uh, and Baltimore's gonna have to find a way to get those ten wins, uh, some way, one way or another. And it's gonna start um, with this one, you know. If they can get this one, then they could probably find a way to have something, have something meaningful to play for in week, um, you know, seventeen, eighteen. It's gonna be one of those things that Baltimore has to find a way to rally and hopefully get, they get Lamar Jackson back and make that push for it. The next team that needs to step up in week 16 would be the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Cardinals are 10-4, and four. they're hosting the Colts who are coming off, a, coming off a big win, you know, against the Patriots on Saturday. The Cardinals are now tied with the Los Angeles Rams with the NFC West lead. And we've seen the Cardinals the last season or so start out great, and they've kind of slipped down a little bit here and there. Cliff Kingsbury, Kyle Murray have to find some kind of, you know, energy and mojo in these this final few weeks. You know, the Cardinals were one of the best teams in the NFL starting out. How they played, you know, running the ball effectively, defense getting it done, the offense was picking it up. The injuries kind of took place. They won a couple of games without Kyler Murray come back a little bit. He's been a little bit on and off. He's showed some good things. Now he's been a little bit off. But this is the kind of game which Kyler Murray is going to have to play his best. Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to do a much better job of being able to motivate the team and and this defense. And this overall, you know, this overall team, he has to be able to find a way to get something out of these guys um, you know, late here in the season. And you know, the defense of the Cardinals will have their hands full against Jonathan Taylor this week, you know, on Saturday, you know, so the Cardinals have to be up for their challenge. It's a home game that they definitely need to win, um, and this defense needs to find a way to rally. Obviously, it's been tough without, you know, not having J.J. Watt for the entire season. Look at Isaiah Simmons there. You look at, you know, Buda Baker. Um, You've got to find a way of the defense to step it up and, you know, help your offense out a little bit as well as they're trying to figure out some things without, you know, without DeAndre Hopkins. But the Cardinals, this game at home is a huge one. Just knowing that the Rams have a possible shot, maybe, of taking the division lead. The Cardinals have to play like a team that still has a chance. And they, if they play well enough and finish out strong, who knows, maybe they can make a run at it in the postseason. And the final team that I'm going to say in this time of week 16, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Buffalo Bills did get a much-needed victory last week against the Carolina Panthers, but that was the Panthers. And the Panthers are kind of slipping down, and they've Panthers have looked really out of, out of sorts ever since they've had, you know, the injury with Darnold, and the defense has kind of been 
on and off, and they just haven't gotten the best out of, uh, you know, obviously McCaffrey being out has been a huge thing for the Panthers, but the Buffalo Bills won a game last week that they were supposed to win, right? Now it comes down to can you win the big games coming up? And the last time they played the Patriots, we know that the Patriots ran the ball a whole lot because of the weather conditions and everything, and they won that game. The Bills' offense could not produce the big plays. Josh Allen did not play his best game overall. Now, they're in New England with a possible opportunity to make it interesting in terms of the division. But look at the Buffalo Bills. They are also one of those teams that, you know, started out great. They've slipped behind a little bit. You know, they have some games coming up that you think that they should win. But this is one of those games in which I think if they don't win this game, they are really going to be in a tough spot the last two weeks uh, to win. And they probably can win those games down the stretch, but we've seen things happen toward the end of the season that are unexpected. So if you're the Buffalo Bills, look at how the Patriots played last week. Uh, obviously, they didn't have one of their running backs. Um, you know, you look at uh, Bill Belichick, he's been pretty good in terms of. You know, being able to win after a loss. But the Buffalo Bills, you do not want to get swept by the Patriots. Alright, you know, that's one thing you do not want to see happen. Uh, just knowing because if you do, you know, you're also in danger of missing the postseason possibly. And like I said, the Colts are right there as well as Cincinnati and other few teams. So, you know, the Buffalo Bills have to play better. Allen has been top of his game. No doubt the Patriots will be hungry to get a victory at home. And you know how well do you go into into the, into New England and and play? That's the key, right? The Bills' defense is going to be up to the up to the challenge because they got uh, really beat around quite a bit on that running game last time. So this is more about a complete game of the Buffalo Bills, and I think they have to step it up and make it tough for the Patriots at least for one more week because it, it does seem like the Patriots will clinch a playoff spot. No matter how you know how you look at it, I mean they're probably going to get in just because they have a favorable schedule down the stretch. Um, but this is the kind of game which Buffalo definitely needs to win. They haven't won a couple in a row in a while, and I think that if they get this one, they could have a better shot uh, of you know playing um, even you know playing even better probably, and kind of finishing out strong with a 10-7 record. So I want to cap off today's episode uh, by just talking about NFL coaches and quarterbacks in week 16 that need to step it up and have a big week coming up. Um, You know, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, you know, so many things are continuing to change and be happening around, you know, the NFL. And, you know, you just want to see some of these coaches and these quarterbacks really uh, play well and finish strong regardless of where they are in the seasons so I'm going to start with Mike Rabel Mike Rabel definitely needs to step it up week 16 now Rabel obviously has had some success with Tennessee you know as their head coach you know they've obviously been in the mix you know obviously had that one run to the AC championship game you know he definitely has brought winning and a 
different attitude to the Tennessee Titans as being their head coach. Um, but it's all about results for Mike Rabel and getting this team back in the postseason, which he's been doing the past few seasons. Uh, but you look at Tennessee, they've obviously dealt with some injuries to their wideouts and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Um, now, you know, they are hosting a 49ers team that is playing very well. They're playing uh, hot at the right time. And Tennessee, you know, with Henry obviously being out, their identity has changed as an offense. Rabel is a defensive guy, no doubt. Um, but this is the kind of game on Thursday night coming up against the 49ers in which he really needs to uh, do something to get this offense turned around. Now, obviously, the coordinator switch has been tough for Ryan Tannehill, no doubt. Um, but they've lost three of the last four games. They've turned the ball over quite a few during those times. He's got to find a way to get these guys on offense motivated and playing much better. Um, they have to be more competitive. You know, yeah, they beat uh, Jacksonville of all teams, and they are seeming to get better, but they have not been playing their best football in the past month or so, whether it be injuries or whether what it be. Tennessee's got to find a way to get a, a significant win. They haven't had a significant win since week 10 of the football season, so this is the kind of game in which they could really uh, gain some of that mojo back, and Ryan Tannehill obviously is going to have to be a part of of be, you know, being the solution at that, but you're Vrabel, you got a game against the 49ers, you've got to coach your guys, you got to get your team to play at a high level this week, uh, much better than you looked, uh, and you know, than, than last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The next head coach that I'm going to say needs to step up in week 16 uh, would be Vic Vangio of the Denver Broncos. Now, look, Vic Vangio is obviously. Um, had an interesting run so far as, as you know, head coach for the Broncos. You know, he obviously he's been, you know, they had that one good season early on, and then they had not so good of a season. You know, he is under 500 as as a coach right now. You know, this is I think his third season right now as coach. And Denver's defense has responded. They've played much better at times. Um, you know, they're playing obviously at the Raiders this week. And he needs to find a way to, you know, coach really well in this game. I mean, overall, just more than the defensive side of the ball. This is about the thing about defensive coaches, right? It's about being able to still have uh, the ability to, you know, trust your offense to get your offensive players going as well. And I think that for Vic Bangio, yeah, you know, Bridgewater obviously getting that concussion was was a tough blow. No doubt, um, but it's on Vic Vangio, really. I think in this aspect, like Denver has been really close. You know, they've been getting very close to kind of competing and getting over the hump to make the postseason. The Broncos haven't made the postseason in quite some time, and you know, he's someone that you know, with his coaching resume and what he's been able to do, you know, you expect even more from him in his third season. And this is a type of game which the Broncos should win at home. I'm sorry, win on the road. Uh, they got they got to finish strong. They got to get to 10 wins or nine wins on the season to at least have a shot at it. Uh, but you know, last week, you know, wasn't the greatest um, thing for him. Obviously, you know, obviously Drew Lock to come in and play. Um, 
the defense obviously gave that one big touchdown play. But you want to see Vic Vangio kind of be more, be more better, more passionate in terms of just being able to get these guys to play at a high level. At this time of the year, you don't want the same old story for the Broncos to miss out on games that they could have won. They got to finish strong for him. I think as a team, they have to be able to find ways to to do better. But Vic Vangio, looking at him just because you know, you know, they have looked. You know, as a coach, he's had his ups and downs as a coach, as is every other coach in the NFL. But this one at home, you know, on the road against Las, uh, against Las Vegas, you know, you want to go out and um, have a good performance, uh, um, you know, from the coaching sidelines as well as for your team as well. And the final coach I would say that this up in week 16 would be Arthur Smith of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Arthur Smith has had his ups and downs his first year as head coach. He has made Atlanta more competitive, uh, no doubt, uh, this season. They've looked better at times, although, you know, some of the games they've had have been very close and they just haven't been able to get over the hump. And now he has a, you know, relatively uh, a home game that he should be able to win, you know, coming up here. Um, you know, it's a game in which he needs to just continue to show what art, what you know, what he can really do. Obviously, the situation with quarterback is a big unknown, um, you know, and that will be something to kind of uh, watch. Is how does he continue to you know pace his offense? This offense has had a tough uh, run without you know Calvin really their best wide receiver, you know. So you know. This is one of those games in which, you know, the Falcons have a chance to, you know, they have a stretch of games coming up where they're going to be facing the Bucks. I think. Um, you know, they got the Saints on their schedule. So, you really want to see Atlanta play really well. Um, you know, kind of find a way to finish strong this season, you know, because they got Buffalo and the Saints coming up. You know, last week was a game that they could have won. Uh, but they didn't play their best football. So Arthur Smith's got to step it up and try to finish on the closing stretch here um, with the games against the Bills, the Saints, and the Bucks. You know, you just want to see him really do a good job uh, of at least getting Matt Ryan and his offense to play at a much better level than they looked last week. Now, as for my three NFL quarterbacks um, for Week 16, I need to step it up. I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill of uh, Tennessee Titans. I think. Look, Tannehill's had to do a lot. He's had to compensate for obviously not having Henry out there or his wide receivers. Uh, but he hasn't thrown a touchdown the last few weeks. He's turned the ball over a lot. Um, you know, they're hosting the 49ers team that's going to try to do a lot of things similar to some of the other teams that they faced. You know, but Tannehill needs to step it up. He needs to find ways to uh, be better. And if that involves going back to a basic approach where they're just having him just throw short passes and you know screens and stuff like that they need to play he needs to be like, like a solid quarterback this week especially against the 49ers defense that is playing at a very high level you've got to be able to step it up in this contest against the 49ers be better um, be in this game and definitely get, the, get rid of the ball much quicker than you've been doing the last few weeks Second quarterback, I, I would say, in the step of week 16 is Kirk Cousins. All right, Kirk Cousins has done a lot of things that's expected of him this season. He's been able to put forth a great performance 
at times for a lot of these games. They also have lost a lot of one. They've had a lot of close one loss games. You know, one possession games this season. You know, I think they are. You know, playing. I, I believe they're playing the the Los Angeles Rams um, this week at home, and. You know, Kirk Cousins, you know, obviously the big thing with him is can he win the big games? Can he win those games that can get you over the top? This is one of those games for Kirk Cousins that I think that he has to play and show, like, what he can do. Obviously, he's done against other opponents this season that have not been that great. Um, this Rams defense that he's taking on is going to be a challenge, no doubt. They're going to do a lot of things to try to, you know, get him off his spot. But you're Kirk Cousins, you look at Mike Zimmer. Could be Mike Zimmer's final ride as head coach for the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, you gotta find a way to against his Rams defense, play a solid game, keep Minnesota in the playoff hunt. Um, and he's had those number, you know, he's had those games this season where he's played extremely well. Um, and but he needs to really do it, especially in this game. Um, you know, against a Rams team that, you know, with, with Matthew Stafford has been getting hot at the right time, and you know. You know, this is a chance for Kirk Cousins to kind of make a statement against one of the better teams in the NFC. So I think you know he needs to come out and be on his A game with you know with Thielen hopefully being back, Justin Jefferson obviously in Osborne. Uh, you want to see Kirk Cousins really light up this week and, and play big game. And I think the final quarterback that I will say in September Week 16 would be Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers. Look, I have already said this before. Steelers, I, I did not even, you know, even into the offseason before, I was saying, like, I don't think that they're going to be a team that's going to make the postseason. Well, they did definitely, up to this point, are right in the hunt for the AFC North and the AFC, you know, playoff pitchers. So, I have to give them a little bit of a credit because they've been better than I thought they would be. And that's because of Mike Tomlin and his coaching and his greatness has showed this season. Now, Big Ben, on the other hand, you look at Big Ben. I mean, he hasn't been, you know, that impressive, at, you know, this season. At times, he's thrown quite a few games where he's looked really, really good. And that Minnesota game was one that he really looked really, really good. Um, but this week, they're going up against the Chiefs, all right, in Kansas City. Going up against the Chiefs in Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes. You know, Ben, this might be the final stretch of his Hall of Fame career. You know, you want to see him go out there and be really good um, and having know that he has a chance possibly to win the AFC North maybe you know you want to see Ben come out and play a strong game you know the running game the defense has been solid kicking game has been solid you know, they've stayed afloat despite their deficiencies but this is the kind of game where you want to see Ben get to Claypool get to Johnson even a lot more because the Chiefs defense that has played very well in the second half of the season and it's a contest that no doubt the Chiefs will be favored in. So, if you're a Big Ben, you want to kind of go out and have a big game. This is the one that you should have it. Um, the the Steelers will not win this game alone against the Chiefs with their defense. It will come down to Ben Roethlisberger in this offense putting up points, and I think that he needs to step it up and be efficient in this game, especially knowing how the Chiefs might bring a lot of pressure at him. And, you know, so he's going to have to be on top of his game. And if he delivers, the Steelers might have a real shot of making it uh, to the AFC wildcard pitcher, you know, or at least to one of the seeds having a chance in the end of the season.